Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas and our guests today include Dave Meyer. He was in the U.S. Army 101st Airborne and Light Weapons Infantry, a sergeant in Vietnam from 1968 to 1969. Dave is past commander of the Brainerd VFW and now coordinates the Brainerd Honor Guard at funerals and parades. He's also commander of the Crow Wing County Disabled American Veterans. And Dave, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you. Also with us, Mark Persons, an Army sergeant, served on a small air base in South Vietnam, 68 to 69. He did high-tech electronic work to keep airplanes flying. Now chaplain and webmaster at the Brainerd VFW. And Mark, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. Great to be here. I should say that almost 3 million American military men and women served in Vietnam. All gave some, and you've heard it, some gave all. And I don't say that lightly. 58,000 American servicemen and women died. I knew three of them. Hmm. The average age was 22. Uh, There were 778 known American prisoners of war. 117 died in captivity. And of the millions who served, only 30% of Vietnam veterans are alive today. Wow. Wow. There's history that happens there. The French had Vietnam as a colony back in the 1800s. The Japanese seized it in World War II. And then the French took it back after World War II, but lost it in the Battle of Dien Bien Phu in 1954. The Geneva Accords divided Vietnam into North and South in 1954. But there were tensions. And the domino theory at the time was that if one country fell to communism, then others would too. Hmm. And that was uh, in 1955, the U.S. sent advisors. We do that all over the world now. We send advisors. (laughs) Uh, But it was President Lyndon Johnson who officially brought the United States into war in 1964. Unfortunately, there was no exit plan. For perspective, We did not go as conquerors, but we went as helpers to limit the spread of communism. And you probably know that Vietnam was the first televised conflict, Mm. but the Tet Offensive during the Lunar New Year holiday, which is like Christmas here, January 68 to February 68, the enemy lost 10 for each one of our one losses, but it was a turning point in confidence in America. Now, I flew in on an airplane just a couple months later in the middle of the night, and it was lights out immediately and upon landing near Saigon. Crawled out of the aircraft in the dark into hot, damp, smelly air. That was my welcome to Vietnam. Yeah. And of course, we're here today uh, on this uh, Vietnam Veterans Day. That's Uh, correct. To talk about uh, the experience that you gentlemen had. And Dave, uh, tell us about your story. Yeah, I got my orders and uh, they flew to San Francisco and then there was a big holding area with bunks and a big warehouse. And then we flew into Vietnam and uh, there was a week in an orientation type clamp, get oriented uh, with the weather and everything. 
Then they put us, some of us on a plane and uh, flew us. We didn't know where we were going or who we were assigned to. Wow. In the Army, you just follow orders. That's yeah. kind of the way they train you. Still to and this when day. I, when <laughs> I got there, I found out I was with the 2nd and 17th Cav, 101st Airborne. So, wow. And uh, then, then they trucked us up from that base. Through away, I went on. I was a replacement for Tet. And that was part of the thing, problem with Vietnam as far as morale or anything. Everybody came and went as their own. You didn't train as a unit or go over as a unit. You were a replacement and... Oh, wow. So, and then everybody had their own ETA date to get out and you went in. I replaced somebody else. Well, we were always shorthanded, but, Mm -hmm. uh, and then you come and went, so you hardly get to know somebody and then they're gone yeah and where they shipped you now that was where the Viet Cong were very strong weren't they? yes I was sent um, well I didn't know where it was or what anything was but yeah I was in uh, Asia Valley with the 101st yeah man and I spent my 21st birthday sitting on a pile of sandbags on the way to my assignment. Could you imagine 21. that? Some 21st birthday. Jeez. Hot temperatures were cooled by slightly cooled by uh, monsoon rains. Uh, wooden, unpainted barracks, no air conditioning, heat wasn't needed. <laughs> <laughs> wooden outhouses, non-potable water, you'd never, never put that in your mouth and anti-malaria pills. Um, I had to check my boots every morning for spiders and snakes. No, thank you. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that's just how it went. Yeah, no, yeah. no phone calls, no internet, no quitting. I worked 24 hours, or 12 hours a day, but you know, it was a 24-hour war. It, mm-hmm. just, it just never ended. It went on all night because while they were sleeping, aircraft were coming and going. It was just a big, but one big noise. But you can do that. When you're young and handsome. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was out in the field more. Um, so I wasn't in, in a, in a, bases we were were small. And out in a field first, I was on assigned to a Jeep and then later on a regular mountain unit. And everybody, a Vietnam veteran's experience is different. Those south of Saigon and the Mekong Delta dealt with swamps and you know, we were in the highlands, farther up north in the mountains. In the central plains, you know, they used more uh, APCs and tanks, yeah. armored personnel carriers. Sure. Where, and where I was, it was more rucksack mm-hmm. m- marching in the mountains because you... Yeah. So it depended on what part of the country you were assigned mm-hmm. to, what kind of war you were I in. think one thing we all experience, and that is that our one year for there seemed like 10 years. I when bet. would it end? Wow. And the common phrase was, back in the world, because, mm. because the U.S. was a different place. Yeah. All right. Now, do we have a little audio cut here that we, we'd, we'd we want to play? We do from Armed Forces Vietnam Network. Okay. Let's make sure I can do this, but here we go. From Saigon, this is the American Forces Vietnam Network, presenting Million Dollar Music for the Aquarian Age. 3.4 million Americans served in Vietnam and the surrounding theater during the war. Some volunteered, some were drafted. They came from all 50 states. They were different races, different religions. They liked different sports teams. 
But there were two things that every serviceman shared. They wore the uniform of the United States military, and they listened to the American Forces Vietnam Network on the radio. AFVN Audio 85. Da Nang. Good morning, Vietnam. And you can hear a 10-hour documentary using AFVN Audio by going to BrainerdVFW.org and looking under links. BrainerdVFW.org, links. And uh, we might add that uh, very famous cut there at the end, Adrian Cronauer, who was uh, played by uh, um, Robin Williams Williams Mm -hmm. in Good Morning Vietnam. But that was the real guy right there. The real guy. Yeah. And I will tell you that, that the kind of things we see in the movies about Vietnam entirely different than the experience that I had. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, no one would take a Jeep and drive out in the jungles in the middle of the night. No. The jungles were owned by the Viet Cong. I mean, it, it's a, there's a lot of Hollywood there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how long were you there? And tell us about coming back. Oh, well, like most, I was there for a year. And of course, some wound up being injured or died, so their term was less. But when my time was up, I, um, I, f- I wound up flying back to uh, Guam and then to uh, San Francisco, where I was uh, let out of the Army because I was a short-timer. And then I got an airline flight. I got a ticket to go anywhere I wanted in the United States. Really? And, so, and it was free for me because I was going home. So I went to the airport, and I wanted a ticket to Minneapolis. I got the last ticket on an airplane. Turns out it was a first-class ticket. Yeah, boy. Back in the days when you could have all the alcohol you wanted, <laughs> all I wanted was two aspirin and fell asleep. They had to wake me, shake me awake in wow. Minneapolis saying, here we are. You're Man. home. Wow. It was a very emotional experience. I would think. The I'm culmination sure. of a year. Wow. So, yeah. Dave, how about you? Yeah, most of, um, most of us were, the veterans were uh, proud. They served with honor and valor. And uh, we didn't realize it at the time, but it was the misdeeds of a few. Things happened. There were thousands and thousands of troops over there. Some things went wrong. And uh, we were all pegged yeah. as uh, druggies and whatever. And but we didn't realize that till you come home. A lot of them, yep. And uh, so yeah, most of them were glad to leave. It, it was just that was the thing. Get back to the world. That was. But there again, everybody's time was different. Ever a lot of them would carry in the field a short timer stick. Once you got to be a uh, couple months left, and then you would try to get a job in a rear area. Mm-hmm. What was a short timer stick? Yeah, they would notch how many days they had oh, left and stuff. Okay. Yeah. We, all, we were all counting down on the calendar when, for when we could finally leave because we really didn't want to be there. Right. But we were there serving our country. And, you know, in spite of all the difficulties and everything, I'd do it again. What about you, Dave? Yes, it was. Uh, I was a volunteer, too, and it, there's a misconception that it was a complete drafting. I was in the infantry, so we had uh, more uh, draftees, but they were good soldiers. It isn't as if, you know, Mm -hmm. as it's all portrayed. Yeah. 
And service changes us. It's serving for something more important than ourselves. Oh, yeah. uh, it's military culture. It's willing to give our lives for others and our country. Mm-hmm. And for that, we thank both of you and mm-hmm. all of our, our veterans. Yeah. Now, uh, since then, you've both become involved in a uh, veterans fraternal organization. There are three in town. There's the uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars, there's the American Legion, and there is the Disabled American Veterans Group. All of them are good, and all of them, as mentioned, have the same cause, and that is helping veterans and the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, veterans serving veterans. It, uh, it started back in the 80s. Uh, well, the, like uh, Viet. VFW and everything started back way back in 1917 because of veterans weren't being treated right. Mm-hmm. Right. It, with Agent Orange and everything Vietnam veterans, it was a long struggle to get that recognized. Yes. And now that's led to the PACT Act, which is helping the Iraq and Afghan vets. And uh, but it's a long struggle. Yeah. It, uh, and, so and speaking of that, a lot of Af- Afghanistan veterans are really feeling bad about their service because of the way we pulled out of that country and I- in essence lost. And so from us Vietnam vets, I will tell you Afghanistan vets that we've been there and done that. We mm-hmm. feel your pain. And so uh, there's a gathering of uh, Vietnam veterans at the Brainerd VFW. Uh, March 29th, Wednesday. Today. We are, Today, yeah. yes. And it's from 4 to 7 p.m. And there's free food and beverage. Come bring your photos, bring your memorabilia, and your memories to share. Mm-hmm. And I'll have some music there from China Beach playing. <laughs> okay. There were a lot of veterans, Vietnam veterans, that didn't acknowledge or didn't talk about it. For a lot of years, and now yeah. that being a veteran is more popular, you'll see them wearing their baseball hats with mm-hmm. uh, Vietnam on it and everything. So this is just a gathering, trying to get them together. We're all, the average age now is about 73. Wow. And uh, forced into retirement, so some of them have a hard time dealing with that, too. Yeah. Yeah. We had 22 veterans at the gathering last year. We're looking for more this year. Just come and be a part and, 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 t- and tell your stories to others. And learn more at BrainerdVFW.org. And the VFW is at right near 6th and Laurel in downtown. Okay. Easy to find. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, free food for the yeah. vets. Yeah. How can you pass that up? Excellent. <laughs> well, and just the chance to talk is... It is. And that's, that's really what's good about veteran organizations. You sit there next to other people and you learn their experiences. They learn yours. And these are things you can't tell your wives, but you could tell the person next to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then those who are involved in veteran organizations are far less likely to commit suicide. It's the lonely people who are, haven't joined the rest of us mm-hmm. to, be, to, to, to go through and commiserate what happened. Well, and that's the thing, just to be reminded, you're not alone. Other people, in, in this example, you know, mm-hmm. you're not alone in this. You've been through, you situation. guys have been through this yeah. too yeah. in that situation. And so to come and just share those can be very therapeutic. Yeah. So BrainerdVFW.org and the, the 4 to 7 p.m. today, 6th and Laurel downtown. Well, gentlemen, thank you for being here today to talk about uh, Vietnam, 
on this Vietnam Veterans Day. And Hope to see a lot of people at the VFW tonight. Thank you. Yes, and thank, thank you. you both for your service. Yeah, absolutely. Our Vietnam veteran guests today include Mark Persons and Dave Meyer, and both served back in the uh, late 60s. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus pro programs can be found anytime. They're right on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.